That's right. That's right. You know what time it is live back in action, streaming through your airwaves. This is the Root for Sports podcast presented by the Sports Column. You can listen to the show anywhere you get your podcast. My name is Jason Fearman on Twitter at Sports Profit One. That's the number one coming to you from a home studio in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. I'm being a good boy. I'm following the rules, social distancing, basically staying away from everybody home, watching TV. Been watching a bunch of old NFL games, and let me tell you, man, woo, it's bringing back some memories. I've been loving it. I wonder if my guest today has been tuning into some of these uh, all-time great games as well. We got Kerry Wood from C. Wood on Sports is joining me today about the current state of the NFL, the draft, and more. But first, Kerry, let me ask you something. How are you feeling? How's your family doing? What's happening over there in Alabama? All right, but you know what? Same with me, man. I'm staying home as much as possible. Only if I got to go out and get food, uh, got to take a ride somewhere for some whatever reason. But other than that, man, just staying home. Nothing else to do, man. Unfortunately. <laughs> there ain't a damn other thing to do in that, brother. So that's what we're going to do. So, you know what? We're both in our respective homes. We're rocking and rolling now. We're talking NFL. We did a live mock draft a few days ago. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, I know I loved it. Nikki loved it. Damien had a great time. It was awesome. We'll get, definitely do some more NFL draft stuff today. Uh, we're going to have a great time. It's going to be awesome. So, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, uh, me and my best bud, it's funny. Um, we used to do sports trivia all the time. Like, we'd sit down hang out back in the day and go back and forth and ask you other questions and keep score or whatever. And I, I always beat him, but he cheats, whatever. That's another story. So, <laughs> oh, since we've been so bored, man, we like started it up again over the past week. He's up in New York. So he's the most competitive person you ever met in your entire life. And we're like naming like the 93 Cowboys O-line, who is the Packers running back and, you know, um, against the Steelers in the Super Bowl back in 2010, you know, stuff like that. And he got a third person on the phone without me knowing, our third best friend up in New York. So he, like, wanted him to listen in as to who would win. And he totally goofed it, bro. He begged it. He destroyed himself because I got every question right. And not only that, say, would <laughs> the questions he was asking, he didn't even know the answer to, bro. It was killing me, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, you guys did the right on that one, man. man. <laughs> Oh man! I'm saying I'm shot. Yeah, I'm like y'all. Listen, you really want to get embarrassed? Come on the show, bro. That'll that'll be it right there. <laughs> That's it. You will be done, son. Finished. Over and out. Just like LL Cool J. Mama said, "Knock you right out." Oh man. Yeah. So whatever. Despite no sports being played, you know, right now it doesn't mean we can't talk, especially football. And Nah, no live games, no, no nothing going on, man. Nothing. I, I, now you, you asked me about those uh, the the uh, replays. Now I've been loving that. And I can't deny. I mean, I, I think my favorite one probably was the night was seeing uh, Brett Favre in his first game with Minnesota against Green Bay. I think that was yep. uh, Monday or Tuesday night. Now, that was good seeing that one. It was good seeing uh, the the dome game after Katrina. Uh, yes, yes. That was a crazy atmosphere, huh? Man, it was insane. I, I, 
No, I've, I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you, man. I know. That was just after that block punt, you knew. It's like everything is going their way that night. That was it. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. They, they deserve so much. Man. Oh, for I mean, sure. You know, I, I'm, I'm wondering where that moment's going to come from after this, you know, after the coronavirus. I mean, who, you know, where, where, mm. where's that going to be that first signature moment that we all remember, you know? Wow, man. Whew. And all we can do is hope that we do get one of those as soon as possible, bro. That's all we can really hope for. It's it's tough. It's tough going right now for for all of us, for, for everybody, really. It is. No matter who you are, I'm sure it's affecting you in some way, shape, or form. Some pe- most people, it's, you know, I'm happy that most people are taking it seriously, but there's one cat who maybe wasn't taking it so seriously. Yo, Dak Prescott had a dinner party definitely the other night. Now, dinner party classified as what you want to. We said he had about 10 people there. It was reported he had about 30. He was like almost standing arm in arm with people, you know, having a good time dancing around, whatever it is. Listen, man, look, if you were all tested before walking through the door, I guess that's one thing, but I highly doubt that happened. I mean, yo, see what in these times, man, I understand you want to have fun, you want to get loose, but you can't be doing stuff like that, especially a Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback, even though technically he really isn't right now. Right. Well, I mean, it's not a good look. I mean, it, it really isn't. We, we've got to try to do everything that we can. Uh, I, I, I get it, though, to a degree. I mean, you know, you're having a good time to yourself right now and you're not being able to be with your family and friends and all that. I hope not. I mean, God forbid he becomes, a, you know, the Rudy Gobert of the NFL because we had a couple of NFL players come down with it just over the past couple of days, which is interesting. I know it's not related to this situation. It's just, uh, you know, it's just ironic that it did happen. So, again, uh, you know, the NFL players, if you are listening to the show, and you should be because you're going to get your knowledge from here uh, on on the football field and off. Listen, don't, don't do that. Just listen, this is going to be for, for a long time, so we're going to have to ride it out. We all got to do it. Nobody's immune to this virus. It's a pandemic. It's far from over. So as much as I want sports back, I'll wait as long as necessary and then some before I'd even feel comfortable going into a highly populated area. So I'm I, I, look, we got to wait. We got to wait. I'm cool with it. We do. I mean, and, and that's, that's, I mean that, that's what kind of, I think, got us into this, you know, in the first place. We, we probably didn't act soon enough. And we had all the things going on. Like, I mean, look at how New Orleans is. You know that that Mardi Gras had an impact on that. And, right. You know. You know. So we we it's it's got it's gonna be hard. We got a long way to go to get through this thing, but it's gonna be all right. And then, hey, I mean, I, I'm I'm liking the talk that we're hearing. You know, uh, from the various leagues, Major League Baseball. You know, again, no fans, but. Yeah, I mean, I, I can, I, I'd love to see a baseball game right now. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think that would be a great thing if they could do that in Arizona, in all 30 teams there or whatever. Hey, listen. Uh, with being, yeah, so, you know, I think it's going to work out in the end. 
There's not a sports fan in the world that doesn't want it on right now. And yes, I'll take no fans. I have no problem with that. If they want to put fake people in the stands, if they want to have fake background noise, whatever it whatever it takes. I don't really care. I just want to watch the games and but again, it's gotta be done safely. All right. Somebody who's very safe monetarily speaking, that is, is run CMC, Christian McCaffrey. Look, the guy is fantastic. There's no doubt about it, but I don't know. See, have we learned our lesson yet with paying these guys? He's great, but he's taken a beating over the past three years, four years, 64 mil. Look, as great as he is, and he's one of my favorite players to watch because he's incredible. I mean, one of the few guys to you know to have thousand thousand yard season, unbelievable. But to pay him that money, I would have paid it to him two years ago. Then I would have understood it. Not right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I get it. Um, I, I get that argument big time. No, no question. We all know the you know the the lifespan of running back in the NFL is. is I mean, next to nothing, you know, once you get past, let's say, 25 years old now. And, um, and I get all of that. But, you know, I really didn't have a problem with it. I'm, I'm going to be real honest with you, and I'll tell you why. Because right now, I, you know, I like Teddy Bridgewater. I think he's going to be a good fit, you know, with uh, Joe Brady and, and uh, Rule with that offense that they're going to put in there in Carolina. I think it's going to be a good mix. But, you know, for me, Teddy Bridgewater, he's, he's good, but you're not going to see him put up monster numbers. I don't think, especially, you know, I don't, I don't really see the weapons on the outside um, for the for the Panthers necessarily. Besides, maybe a DJ Moore or whatever. But Chris McCaffrey, I mean, he's he's the big, I mean, he's the man right now. I mean, he, he is the man on that offense. So. I don't have a problem with the man making his. I don't have a problem with any making his money, and he is the man, not just on that offense, but this guy's the top three player NFL in the league, hands down. I mean, he's that good. He may even be the best running back in the league. Put him next to Saquon, maybe Zeke, Derrick Henry, you know, whatever it may be. But he's up there. So, but again, we've seen it year in and year out where these guys are never able to live up to their contract, whether it's because of an injury or it's age. Uh, I think the kid is 25 right now, 26 or whatever it is. Yeah, exactly. Somewhere in there. All right. So, you know, 30 is that age where, you know, you really kind of want to stop. So maybe they do have him for those good four years, but he's just been hit so much. And again, like you said, that team doesn't really have a lot else to work around. Teddy Bridgewater I like a lot, but I don't feel like he's going to take you to a Super Bowl. You got nobody to throw the ball to over there. It's just, it's an issue right now for the Panthers. So giving him all that money, I hope they have a lot more stocked up in their, you know, in their sock drawer to give to other players because they're going to need more players. They are. They are. Uh, who, who would you, um, do you think maybe they go wide receiver or something in the draft sometime? Uh, you know they they got the seventh. They got the seventh pick overall in the draft, and I you know I've seen a lot of mock drafts, and not that that means a whole lot to me. I haven't seen a wide receiver go there. I actually have picked Derek Brown out of Auburn to go there, defensive lineman. I think that a lot of people are going to try to model themselves after what the 49ers did last year. But you make a fantastic point. 
I mean, you got Teddy Bridgewater in there who isn't the greatest quarterback in the world, but he's kind of turnover free and he's pretty damn accurate as long as you throw him between 15 and 30 yards down the field. So taking the top wide receiver there, I, I, I would have no problem with that. And I really haven't heard it much yet. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you some credit on that. See, and, and by the way, who do you think is the best wide receiver in this crop? Well, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm an Alabama fan. I'm, I'm the SEC to my heart. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I lean toward Jerry Judy, and not just because I'm an SEC guy, not because I'm a Bama fan, but I, you know, I look at his route running. You know, I think you have to throw, of course, CD Lamb in the into that mix. Uh, you may even, uh, some people are throwing Henry Ruggs into that mix, of course. He's also from Alabama. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to ask you specifically, like between Henry Ruggs and, uh, and, uh, excuse me, Jerry Judy, both being from Alabama, like you said, do you think that Judy is clearly ahead of him with Ruggs' speed? I think the route running is. Okay. And, and now, Judy has had some kind of, He's had some some really weird drop drop passes here in, in some key moments. Uh, we saw a few. I mean, that, I don't think it's anything major. Nothing that you would sit there and go, oh, you know, well, we're gonna skip over him in the draft or whatever. But <laughs> you know, it, just those, that would be his only weakness. I think he ran a four or five at the combine, which I think was fast enough. It was obviously, it wasn't close to hearing rugs, right? But, but uh, his route running really, to me, mimics what we saw at Alabama from uh, uh, Calvin Ridley, from Amari uh, Cooper. And, and, and so if, if, you, if you run those routes correctly, it doesn't necessarily matter about your speed all the time. And to me, that's the difference between he and maybe a C.D. Lamb, because I think everyone pretty much has Judy or C.D. Lamb at the top of their list. C.D. Lamb is, I mean, don't get me wrong, C.D. Lamb is, is awesome. I mean, both of them are right there, but that would be the thing to me that separates Judy just a little bit from C.D. Lamb. Well, look, when you talk about route running, Jerry Rice did not have the best speed in the world either, and he turned out to be the best wide receiver that ever played because he was the best route runner that ever lived. And, you know, those hands didn't hurt, by the way, either. But that's a great point, and that's what they do say about him. That's his major thing, that Jerry Judy – is that guy who can run those routes and maybe the 49ers try and relive some of the glory days and pick him at 13. That's exactly where I have him going. As a matter of fact, I've seen that. I've seen that a couple of, a couple of mock drafts. Absolutely. That, that was, hey, I think uh, Jimmy G would like that. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure he would, you know, Sanders is out with the saints right now, which is kind of scary that in itself, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I would love to see really honestly, any three of those guys, but, Judy, I love because of the route running also. Henry Ruggs, I love because he can fly down the field. You know, Tyree Kill seems to be like the model of wide receiver nowadays. Maybe not the tallest guy in the world, but the speediest guy, right? You know what I'm saying? He does. And you know what, though, about Ruggs, just just real quick on Ruggs, the thing that that, that a lot of people aren't talking about is his hands. I'm telling you, this dude catches balls and traffic for him for for him to be the same size as Tariq Hill, pretty much. Uh, I mean, he he was really good catching the ball in traffic. I mean, it, it really it really kind of surprises you because you know you look at um, all the receivers that Alabama had. That really stood out to me. I, I, I'd almost say his hands are as good as Juice's. 
All right. And, uh, All right. Yeah, it's really close. Yeah. Right, I could dig it. I could dig it. Yeah, like I said, you know, the 49 is definitely need a receiver. We would also like to fill in the gap, which is a very large gap at DeForest Buckner, which is how we got the 13th pick in the draft. But um, see, it, it's, yeah. it, it's a good move for them because otherwise they were going to have to pay the guy, you know, eight, nine, 10, 11 million dollars a year. And you know what? Right. Hopefully you bring in, you know, another Nick Bosa, if that's possible, or something like that. A Javon Kinlaw, he could be a draft pick that they go for instead of a wide receiver. And, you know, it's, it's very possible. So either way they go, as a Niner fan, I'd be pretty happy, uh, you know, especially if it's one of those type of guys. Like I said, I do have Judy going. Um, some people were saying Blacklock before. I've um, yeah, I've seen a few different guys. But, um, yeah, at this point uh, – I, I wouldn't mind so much. Another guy I really wouldn't mind, even though maybe it's a little too high, is C.J. Henderson, the cornerback. I hear out of Florida, he's yeah. as shut down as they get, and we need one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and he is absolutely legit. There's no question about that. And um, I'm seeing a kind of midway first round on him is what I've been seeing. Uh, I've, I've heard a lot of Atlanta. I, I don't know about you, but I've heard a lot of Atlanta because <laughs> I know the, the Falcons were looking for uh, – Either a safety or a cornerback. I've heard, uh, you know, both on them. So, Let me tell you what. That's exactly where I have him going in my mock draft. CJ Henderson, number sixteen to the Falcons. That's exactly where I have him going. I went. I debated between him and your boy out of Alabama, Xavier McKinley, for safety. But I thought that right. I, that it, it really was those two guys. Like I think. I think a lot of people are going through that, and some are putting a couple of defensive linemen there. Like like gross, uh, your tear mouse gross, and I understand that, but um, I don't know. They 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 need help, especially in that division. Now you got Tom Brady with those receivers over there. You got you know Drew Bre- uh, Drew Brees. Forget about it. You get yeah. I think that's the pick right there. If he is available, we'll see if he is. I don't know. That's another story in itself. I'm curious about your Titans. You guys don't go till late. I mean. And that's for good reason. What a hell of a run you had toward the end of the year. It was amazing. You know, before I get into the pick, can I just get your thoughts on Ryan Tannehill real, real quick? Tannehill, man, you know, I, I, I was, I've was i been high, a lot higher on him than a lot of other people. Especially actually, when he was in Miami, um, I just thought that was just a bad mix. Of course, you know, I don't know who the Dolphins could be a good mix for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But... You know, I, I really like this. I really like this style. Of course, and like I say, I'm an SEC guy, so I saw him hanging uh, in here and there. You know, and I, I, I love his athleticism. I mean, I think that's one thing that kind of gets overlooked that he can he can make some plays with his legs. He, he's really a guy that's really a uh, competitor. He's gonna you know he's gonna try to make make a play out of a no no play or whatever. And it just was a really a perfect storm for the Titans to get him. Um, and then, you know, having A.J. Brown uh, drafted him last year and uh, John Lewis Smith, his kind of emergence at, at tight end. And then, of course, to go with Derrick Henry. That play-action game was just, I mean, it, it, was, it was something to see. And Tannehill fits it perfectly. I, and I'm glad, you know, again, now we can – Talk about the money side of Tannehill right now. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say he's necessarily worth that kind of money. Yeah, it was eye popping. Yeah, but I mean, I, 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 you know, what do you do? Do you do you let him? You know, do you let him go somewhere else, and then you try to, you know, try to make a fit with 
someone else. Uh, you know, so I, 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 love, I love Samuel. I, I love him there. And, and again, I think you're going to see maybe even a little bit more from him than we saw last season if he gets more information to that, to that offense. Well, that, that could lead us into the draft pick in, two, in a moment. But I'm going to say the same thing. I've been living down here in Miami now for the past six, almost seven years already. And I watched him. I, I've seen his whole career. And what you said is exactly right. The personnel around him, not just the players, but the coaches and, and the front office, had no idea what they were doing. They had they gave him no, no help. Seriously, he had zero help. And I still saw the guy make fourth quarter comebacks regularly. All right. He was a very he is a very good quarterback. And I think that he just got with the right team this time. And it's working out because he does have a running back that he can give the ball to. Like you said, it's a perfect situation right now. And they are built to make another run. They're just going to have to have a little more flash on offense, I think. I, I feel like they're sticking defense. I, that, that's the way I feel right now. I'll tell you right off the bat that I think they're going with that chasing kid out of LSU, the defensive end. But, man, if there's a wide receiver out there they love that's still available, I, you, you got to take somebody to compliment A.J. Brown. I agree with that. I agree. The, the only thing um, – uh, Maybe a defensive tackle, maybe uh, to replace. Uh, 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 my goodness, I'm forgetting his name. How the heck can I do that? Uh, oh, from the uh, uh, from the line, we're talking right now. Wow, but what's his name? Um, oh, it's killing me, killing me. Oh my goodness! Oh, it begins my with goodness. a K. I... Begins with a K. I think. Terrell, Terrell K. Thank you. There we go. Terrell K. So I wonder if you want if they try to find someone to um you know fit fit there. Of course, that's that's a late pick picking at um number twenty nine. So I don't know, maybe go that way. Uh, it, it's it's going to be very interesting to find out how to see how they go. But I'm with you. A wide receiver to compliment AJ Brown would be really good as well. Yeah, I thought this was a very deep draft for wide receivers. It is. It is. And I'm not sure. I got to check out real quick uh, when their second pick is, what number it is this season. Um, I'm not quite sure off the top of my head, but I'll give it a look in a bit after we take a short break in a few minutes. But we're still rock and rolling here on the Roof of Sports podcast. Got my man C. Wood in the house right now. The sports column. Go check him out. Represent him over there. As we keep rolling, we're talking uh, NFL draft over here, see, and uh, we're going to keep going with that for a little bit, and then we're going to have some. We're going to have a whole lot of fun. Not that I'm not having fun right now, but uh, <laughs> always about fun, man. You know, in the beginning, it's quarantine fun. right. You quarantine fun, right? Seriously, like cabin fever fun. That's exactly what it is. I'll rename the show Cabin Fever Fun. Here we go. Gosh, but no, for real. There's still plenty of NFL to talk about, and I can talk to you for the next next three or four hours with this. So after the show is over, we'll probably be talking for a while, but I love it. I love it, man. I love it. All right. So listen to this scenario real quick. All right. It's a foregone conclusion that the Bengals are taking Joe Burrow at number one because of what he did at LSU in one season. Granted, it was maybe the best season a college quarterback ever had. All right. The Cincinnati Bengals, are so far away from a championship, it's ridiculous. Now, what can turn that around? A franchise quarterback, obviously. So to me, the Cincinnati Bengals need to be overly sure, overly confident that Burrow is their guy and he's going to be their guy for the next 12 seasons. If not, 
You take every freaking phone call you can and you get as many draft picks as you possibly can because they need so much help. It's scary. Now, I know that's almost a ridiculous thing to say. It's almost blasphemous. But again, if they if they're not 100 percent billion sold on Joe Burrow, you go ahead and you trade that pick and get as much as you can back for it. If it's worth it, if not, you take your best player, whoever it may be, if it is Burrow. Now, in my mock draft, I do have Burrow going there because that's what everybody in the world is saying. So, Burrow to Cincinnati. But do you see my point, or are you just like, this guy Burrow, he's the deal, he's ready to go? Or do you see a different quarterback even jumping in there? It's, it's scary, man. It's scary, I mean, because you're right. I mean, I don't know if I've ever seen anyone – uh, play the way he played for LSU this past season, but you have to wonder just how much of that was Joe Brady, you know, who was over there in Carolina uh-huh, right now. Again, uh-huh. um, I, 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 I like Joe Burrow a lot last season. I think he was, you know, I'm, I mean, when I say last season, I mean in the 2018 season with LSU. I thought the offense was, you know, kind of held him back. I thought the scheme. You know, kind of held him back on what he could do in that, you know, for LSU. They, they wouldn't throw the ball downfield. They wouldn't spread things out. You know, so they bring in Joe Brady and they open it up. Um, and he just, and all those receivers that they had over there just had the time of their life. And, but I'm just not seeing him being, you know, I, I don't think that's him. Especially going to a place like Cincinnati, like you were just saying, who needs just about everything. Everything. <laughs> you know? Everything. I mean, they, I mean, you know, they could go a number of different routes. In, in, you know, so, uh, yeah, I, 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 if, I, if I can find the right deal, yeah, I'm, I'm making that deal. Yeah, I, I, you know what? I would too. You know, just thinking about, you know, who they have right now in their roster off the top of my head. Yeah, I mean, Andy Dalton's still around. No, he, you don't want him to be the quarterback of your future. You tried that already. It didn't work out. So it's going to be someone else. And they could draft somebody else depending on who they trade with. Let's say it's Miami for number one and number five. Let him pick up Herbert or something like that and give it a shot. And then they can have more draft picks. Miami's got three picks this year in the first round, as most people do know. So, look, they have a lot of artillery, and Cincinnati, if they want to, they can do this. Again, thinking about they got Joe Mixon. I I really like him as a running back, but their offensive line is miserable. John Ross can beat anybody down the field, but Andy Dalton can't get him the ball. I do like Tyler Boyd. On defense, who can you name? Carlos Dunlap and Geno Atkins, you know, off the top of my head. You got Darquest and all. Right? So, yeah, I mean, they do have a few pieces, as you were just mentioning, but, um, and I'm a big Nixon guy as well. I totally agree. I mean, I think when you think about uh, some of the kind of the dual, you know, dual purpose running backs out there, of course, you know, you talk about Christian McCaffrey, you talk about Alvin Kamara. You know, Joe Mixon is not far from those two guys, in my opinion. He's very underrated. You know, so, um, you know, you have a couple of pieces there. There's no question about it. John, I mean, John Ross is, has a lot of speed on the outside, a wide receiver. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, if you, you can make that deal, if you can, especially if it's Miami, you know, Miami, if you can make that deal with them and get a, at least two of those picks or something like that, and then they maybe throw in a later round pick or something, yeah, I, I think you do that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. You know, if they could pick up uh, Miami, I think as the 18th pick as well, if they can grab that, maybe one of their second or third rounders, maybe even a first rounder next year, because it's going to cost a lot. There's no doubt about it. And I don't – real, real quick, because we have a minute until we go to break over here, do you, do you think the Chargers would do something like that? Because right now they're rolling with Tyrod Taylor, right, right. And you know what? A lot, you know, in 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 a, in a way, I would love to see Tyrod really get one that full season. That we know, okay, you know, Tyrod is the guy to see what he can do for a full season without him having to look over his shoulder. I would love to see that. Um, I, I don't know though, man. It, 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 maybe who knows? Maybe they go for Justin Herbert. Maybe they go for a Jordan Love, the guy out of Utah State. Yeah. Um, I, the Chargers, if that's the thing, the Chargers have, they, they have the weapon. They <laughs> do. There's no question about that. You know, you know you're talking about Hunter Henry, who I think signed a contract uh, today, if I'm not mistaken, that made him the highest paid tight end. Uh, you talk about uh, Austin Eckler, you talk about, Oh, you know, all those guys that they have on that football team, all they need is a guy to give them the ball. So, you know, I think they're probably going to go quarterback. You know, maybe they move, maybe they try to move up and, and get Burrow. I don't know. It's, it's going to be very interesting to see how they play. Yeah, you ain't kidding. It's going to be real interesting. And we got more interesting stuff coming up right after this break. You guys hang on in there. back we are back we're live and we're in action we're here on the rufus sports podcast presented by the sports column i am here with c wood on sports baby my man carrie feeling good so far feeling good so far buddy Uh, yeah let's keep it going let's keep it going where we guys where we last left off we were talking about the not the San Diego Chargers anymore. The right. L.A. Chargers, uh, who yeah, along. Man, it, it's hard to get that right. I know, seriously, it's it's going to be a while before I get Las Vegas Raiders, man. I'm. It's going. That's going to take me a minute for real. That's going to take it, me. It, it, yeah, absolutely. I say probably a couple years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at least, right? You ain't kidding, bro. Jeez, man, it took me a while to get through San Diego, and then. Again, with them moving to Oakland to Los Angeles and back to Oakland, it's like, just stay somewhere already, you know? Go to Alaska. Yeah. I don't know, something. Yeah, we're just going to call them the Just the Raiders. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Right? We're going to call them the Raiders. I love it. You know that you know that uh, Las Vegas. They're gonna make a casino that's built that looks just like the Raiders logo or something like that. They're gonna do something soon. I guarantee it within two uh, years. Guarantee. I mean, I, I, I would not doubt it at all. I would not. I mean, and that is gonna be crazy. And, and you know, and that that's the thing. I, I'm really waiting to see that to see what that looks like. That that stadium is is, is unreal. And now they have to wait a little bit longer to see just how that crowd is going to be and how that silver and black. I, I mean, that's, I think that's the one thing that I want to see this football season. And I don't know, man. We may have to be delayed in seeing it. I 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see. We're going to see how it starts off, you know, but we're all hoping good things. You know, the Rams and Chargers are sharing a new stadium this year. That thing looks pretty beautiful. So we're hoping to get to be able to see all that. Yeah, and again, speaking of the Chargers, uh, talk about them moving up. That sure is possible. Um, the Dolphins could do it. The Chargers are already basically have played their hand. They We all know they're going for a quarterback because, look, as much as we like Tyrod Taylor, they don't think and neither do we think that he's their future starting quarterback. He's been shuffled around a bit. He did take the Bills to the playoffs about three years ago uh, before Josh Allen arrived over there, and he did a really solid job. So I like the kid. There's no doubt about it, but – um, you know, uh, other things do worry me. Uh, I'm not going to lie about that, you know, with him. So if, if you want somebody solid and you're trying to start a new, then yeah. Is it going to be Herbert? Is it going to be Tua? Is it going to be Jordan Love? We'll see. But that's the route that they're going to go, whether they move up or not. So I'm with you. Chargers going for a quarterback, but why wouldn't they take a shot? I know that you can't give him a physical. I understand all that, but why not take a shot on Cam Newton, bring him in, sign him to some sort of contract to see if if the kid could play at least or something in some sort of quarantined area because, look, he's Cam Newton. A year ago, uh, two years ago, he was playing at an MVP level. Oh, I agree. Yeah, um, and it, it really makes you wonder what's going on. I mean, of course, we know about his injuries and everything, but uh, I, I would absolutely do that. Um, I would have done that in Chicago. You could probably draft. You could probably draft the QB and maybe uh, bring in Cam. You right. Know, and um, see where it goes. I, 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 I'm shocked Cam's still out there. To be honest with you, man, I, I know about. I really am. And uh, I know about the. We all know about the injuries. We all know about that. We all know about the. You know, little little bit of shakiness on the. You know, off the field or whatever, but. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's really mind-boggling that no one has, has picked him up yet. No, I'm, I'm with you also. And you, you know what? Nick Foles got picked up, and yeah, I know he was cleared last year, but he's coming off an injury too. And for him to go to Chicago to battle with Mitch Trubisky, I would have rather had Cam Newton in Chicago also and get, and give it a shot, you know? Too man, it's not even a question about it. Please, no, no question, man. That that that's that's why we're talking right now. We we get it. We understand this sort of stuff. All right, so we'll see what the charges do uh, come that day. I do have them drafting. Let me just make sure I got this right. I believe it is Justin Herbert. Yeah, I think that he falls. I got uh, a few weird drafts. I'll tell you real quick. Uh, Miami, I have moving up to number two because I think the Redskins are in the same position as Cincinnati. Um, you know, they have a quarterback. They're going to see what's up at Dwayne Haskins, but Ron Rivera and company, they didn't draft him. I don't know if they're going quarterback, but I think they should move back and maybe try to get Isaiah Simmons at five and at 18, get another player if they can, because they need a lot more action also. So I have the Dolphins making a trade with them. Um, and so the Redskins going to five. I have the Jaguars. I wanted to tell you this real quick and get your thoughts. I have the Jaguars. Um, actually I have the Raiders trading, um, 
their pick, uh, number 12 to number nine, to get Henry Ruggs because we know how much they love speed. So I think the Raiders are going to go after him. So at number 12, I got uh, the Jaguars sitting there, and I think the Jaguars are going to go after Jordan Love. Really? Yeah, because Gardner Minshew is the only guy there right now. And, yes, he had a nice season last year, but I'm not sure if that mustache is going to take you far. Do you see that as (laughs) – do you see it as being a possibility? They got to try to replace Jalen Ramsey if, if you know, if that's even possible. You know, losing him to the Rams. That's true too. Yes, that's right. You know, because right. I mean, that, that's probably the only good thing is the Rams. The Rams did over the past two or three seasons was getting oh, Jalen Ramsey. Gosh. Man, they they have really really messed up. I mean, wow, I, boy. You know, now they got rid of Brandon Cooks, who is now on his fourth team in seven years. I can't believe some of this stuff. And he's a, he's a talent. So there's something wrong with him up in the locker rooms, man. I I don't, I don't know what it is. Something I don't know strange. What it is either, but you know what? At least they didn't trade uh, DeAndre uh, Watkins. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hopkins. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, let's bring in Brandon Cooks. Let's bring in Brandon Cooks. Everybody will be much happier now because we got rid of D Hop. Yeah, that really did it. Good job. Yeah, way to go. Yeah, that, yeah absolutely. Brandon Cooks is going Right, right. But you kidding me? Guy's the best wide receiver in the league, arguably. You got to be kidding me. It's a joke right now. Uh, man, I, I, I could not believe. And, and, and it's not just that. I mean, again, no, don't get me wrong. I, I, David Johnson, we, you know, I, I like David Johnson to a degree, but you know, we all know about his injury. So, you know, yeah. you, you, I, it just made no sense. I have no clue what Bill O'Brien's doing. No, nah, me either. Me either. I really don't, unless there was really some serious rift in the locker room, which I don't know of. We heard Michael Irvin said, but then DeAndre Hopkins defended Bill O'Brien, whatever. Not going to get into that right now. We're sticking with the X's and O's in football over here. And uh, yeah, so that, hey, that's, I think, Jordan Love. That's a possibility over there. Um, speaking of quarterbacks, do you see the Patriots or Saints or both or neither taking the successor to who they have right now? Well, Patriots, they just need a new quarterback, basically. And the Saints, uh, Breeze is going to be there for maybe two years. He signed a two-year contract, but he's already hinting that he's going to retire after the season. Right, man. Then move on to NBC, right? Right, but, right. You don't think Jared Stidham can uh, do the job? Well, right? you know, I'll tell you what. <laughs> I know it's kind of like a, a tongue-in-cheek type of joke, but I don't know if his defensive players are just trying to big him up or whatever, but They've been talking about him a lot in practice and saying that practice got harder every week as he kept playing on the scout. Oh, um, I don't know. Maybe they do just want to stick with him, but other guys have uh, Jordan Love falling there. Maybe Jacob Eason going uh, in that slot. A couple other guys. But uh, do do you think they would go down that road? Uh, I I would think they – I think they probably do it later. Um, you know, Jacob Eason seems like a, a, a better fit to me, at least just, you know, just on the surface, um, because, uh, you know, to go along with what we've seen from, um, Josh McDaniels and Bill Sick in the past, 
knows right now. I mean, I don't know if I'm really, you know, buying that Bill Sick is going to be that guy to say, okay, you know what, I can, I'm going to prove that I can do it without Tom Brady. I can do it with anyone else. They're going to they're gonna do something. Now, but, well, what about Cam going there? Well, how about, how about yeah. Cam Newton going to New England? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I guess he didn't want to risk the injury thing or whatever. I, I don't know. But maybe he doesn't like Cam's style. I, I, you know, maybe all it's right. not the Patriot way. I mean, give me a break with all that sort of stuff. Mars when the Yankees used to have to shave off their freaking mustaches. To look, know, man. It's like, give me a break with that. So come on now. These guys are ball players. Get out of here with that sort of stuff. So I, that will be yeah, interesting. It, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how they play. Well, and then, of course, New England and New Orleans, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, it, it's hard to say, but I, I think you have to try to find someone. Again, it's a pretty deep quarterback draft. We've already discussed that. Right. Um, yeah, I think, you can, I think you can get someone with some value later on. Possible. Uh, Maybe a Jake Fromm. I don't know. He seemed to come on like kind of out of nowhere, almost like uh, Josh Allen did uh, a couple of seasons ago, even though I happen to love Josh Allen's game. He's nowhere near perfect. I, I, I do, too. I do, too. I'm with you on that. That guy's a football player, huh? I totally agree. I totally and, and, and he, I think a lot of people are really missing it on him, man. It's, you, know, they're not, you know, the thing that I heard about him coming out of college was his athleticism. And I was like, oh, come on, man. I don't know about all of that. Man, I, I totally agree with it now. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Uh, this, this dude, is, he is a warrior out there. And I think Buffalo has their guy. Yep, yep. They have I, their I, guy that has their call. I don't think there's any questions. I'm with you. He's going to have to learn to slide a little bit more. But I tell you, people don't want to tackle him. That guy's like six foot six, coming at you, 250. <laughs> you know, I mean, damn. And he, he ain't sliding. Absolutely. He ain't sliding. So he better be careful. <laughs> Because now he's got Stefan Diggs over there. We're going to go with John Brown. See how Devin Singletary's moving along. Solid defense. They can totally take over the AFC East right now. To me, they're the front runners, in my opinion, even though Miami has gotten better. The Jets have basically stayed stagnant, in my opinion. You know, swapping Robbie Anderson for Brashad Perryman. I don't know what that – Yeah, you know, I don't know. That was just silly. That's why I see them trying to take a wide receiver in the in the first round at, at number eleven. I think they'll probably go with somebody like CD Lamb, maybe something like that. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. Home but runs, yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm yeah. saying offensive yeah, I, line. I agree. You know, I agree with that. But yeah, and, and I hate that. I hate that too. You know, Le'Veon Bell's man, he'll back there. I really want to see just where he is with his career. I know, of course, he's lost a step, but I, you know, I, I can't believe that he's not at least a, you know, you know, you can do some of the things that we that we got used to seeing him doing. Oh, man. You know, the, what, what, what do you think about Sam Donald? I mean, do you think he is the long-term solution there? Uh, I think that he is the potential to be. I'm not going to say for sure because um, – you know, what happened last year is definitely an anomaly, you know, in the beginning of the season going through mononucleosis, which was crazy. Uh, when he came yeah. back, looked better, but did have his bad game. So he's not consistent yet, but I think he's got what it takes. But you got to give him right. better receivers than what he's got right now. You just do. Absolutely. And to go to what you said about, um, 
about um, Le'Veon Bell before. Yeah, I watched their games last year, and even though maybe he might have ran for only 75, 78 uh, yards that game, they were tough as hell yards with no blocking whatsoever. He was their entire offense last year. He still got plenty left in the tank. I would love to see somebody come in and spell him a little bit, you know, once in a while and give the guy a freaking break because he was doing everything. Everything. Yep. Yeah, yeah, so right. Maybe the yeah, second uh, round? They sh- and, yeah, um, they do. And, uh, and, and, of course, that offensive line, they, they need help as well, big time. I, I like a lot of the people on defense. I mean, Jamal Adams. Me too. Uh, yeah. C.J. Yeah, Mosley. Williams. Um, of course, you know, those SEC guys, of course. But still, I mean, I really like what they've got going on over there. They've got, they've got to get Donald some help before we can really judge to see, okay, is he going to be that guy? Right. Or is he going to be another USC quarterback that kind of just goes by the wayside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, we'll see. We'll see, yep. And we all know about uh, Matt, what's his name, Liner, Mr. Lefty over there who just disappeared. So, yeah, we know about that. Ah, well, we'll see what happens with the quarterbacks in the draft. We're going to talk about uh, some quarterbacks from another draft a little bit a little bit after this. But I wanted to get into something a little fun over here in our next segment. Um, we still have some time. I definitely want to get into this with you right now. Uh, again, you got the Roof of Sports podcast. I got Seawood on sports right now, hanging out with my man Carrie from the sports column over here. That's we are presented by, and we are rocking and rolling here, R4S Forever, baby. And what we're up to right now is what I'm looking at is teams from last year. And I don't know when our season is going to start this year, but let's just hope and pray it's in September and everybody's safe. Which teams from last year that were under 500? have the best chance to make the playoffs. So let me throw a few teams at you, and let's just start in the AFC first to be, you know, to be safe and, uh, you know, not to go all over the place. Last year, the Jets were – now, this is not 500, not 8-8 eight and eight like the Steelers, so they don't count. You have to be under 500, all right, and you have to miss the playoffs, obviously. So we got the New York Jets, Miami Dolphins. Do you see either one of them with any potential right now? saying they made a lot of nice moves and depending who their quarterback is going to be that will go a long way obviously that being the most position uh, most important position in sports yeah, yeah no it's doubt if you told me that ryan fitzpatrick was going to be their quarterback i'd say you know what you got a good shot maybe you'll win nine games yeah. next year definitely a possibility maybe right Right. What about the Browns? Do you think they finally get to the postseason this year? That was six and ten last year. Bad year.
make them make feel to a degree, but I, I think that's where, where it starts in, in, in the end. I mean, can he make that next step? Um, you know, that he has the weapons, and there's no question about it. They have a good running game, um, Chubb. Uh, they also have, of course, Landry and, and ODB on the outside. You know, defensively, they, they, they have, you would think they have enough players with Garrett and all of those guys. I don't know. I guess it's just putting things together. It, it, it could, and maybe can we put that six and ten totally on Freddie Kitchens and that staff? You know, maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe the new coaching staff. Maybe that. Maybe that gets them over the top. Yeah, well, he definitely has some to blame for that. Uh, maybe lo- maybe a lot to blame for that being a rookie head coach. You really have no business being out there as for a head coach with a guy like Baker Mayfield. And, you know, you have big personalities like Odell and Jarvis Landry. Now I'm hearing rumors about Odell even possibly being traded now. He had a bad year last year. You know he had a bad year. Yeah, but that's fine. Look, I, he's a unbelievable stud talent. So we know that he can do it. He's just got to get more of a rapport with his quarterback, and that's tough to do now. The Browns are a tough one. They're on the fringe. I think that they definitely get better next year, more disciplined, more focused as a team and determined to actually get to the playoffs and not just have so much fun and be that fun team. So they got a shot. We'll see. Um, Another team I'll throw at you. Indianapolis Colts, you know, have Phillip Rivers as their quarterback. They had Brissett last year who did a pretty good job. I like Jacoby Brissett. Um, I do have him ranked in my top 32 quarterbacks, which is on the sports column right now. But um, 7-9 last year, the Indianapolis Colts are now getting Phillip Rivers. Do you think that makes him better? I, I think so. I mean, um, I think it makes him at least marginally better. Uh, obviously, it's going to be about his health. Um, I think they have enough running game. I like the offensive line. Uh, we, we thought that they were going to be more dominant last season. You know, of course, you know, when you lose Andrew Luck to start the season, like, you know, and, and they have to go to Jacoby Brissett, you know, it, 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 you're not going to be ready for that. You're not going to be prepared. So, uh, you know, of course, they still have T.Y. Hilton on the outside, which is one of my favorite receivers. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I think they're good enough defensively. Yeah, I, I think Indianapolis can definitely be that, can, can, can get there. I, I, I would say that they would be the team that um, probably fights it out with the Titans in the AFC South, in my opinion. I think the Texans take a, a step back. Obviously, Jacksonville is going to, you know, we're going to see what's going on down there with the with the mustache and everything. <laughs> so I think you're going to, yeah, you know what I mean? So I think the Titans and Colts fight it out, and who knows, maybe yeah, yeah, you never know. It's possible. Yeah, we'll see with the Titans. Nine and seven last year, but we're much stronger than that, obviously, toward the end, going all the way to the AFC Championship. Colts, I think, will make the playoffs this year. I think they kind of flipped their record around nine and seven. Maybe they can grab a 10th win in kind of a weak division right now, which seemed, right. seemed like right. it was going to be a little bit stronger. All right, let's move on to a couple other teams in the NFC. Um, sheesh. I can't even bring that one up. That one's a laugher right there. So I was I was going to say the Giants, but, you know, I don't want everybody laughing at me. So how about this one? How about this one? Now, this one's – I got two interesting ones. I'll save the most interesting one for for, uh, for right after. But the Atlanta Falcons was 7-9, and nine, bro. All right? We talked about them before trying to shore up their secondary. They got playmakers on offense. We know that. I just don't understand why every year – it seems like they can score on the first drive of the game, and then after that, their offense goes completely flat. Like, the first 15 plays are scripted. Everything is great. 
Their defense yeah. plays well. Matt Ryan throws an interception, and all of a sudden they and lose then, the game. And then game over. <laughs> over. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I can't get it either. I, I think you know. Again, I think part of that has been the um, you know a little bit of shakiness at the at the running back position. Uh, Devontae Freeman being in and out, you know, with injuries. Uh, losing Kevin Coleman, I think hurt too uh, last season, in my opinion. So, of course, now hey, yeah, Todd Gurley in there. Maybe he's over some of his injuries that we've seen the last few years. Yeah. Maybe he's kind of that guy that kind of settles things down. Um, mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I, 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 I like that move. Um, uh, it, it's tough to say because, I mean, you know, the NFC, the NFC South obviously got this. You know, A lot Brady, of it. Uh, we'll have to see, you know, just what kind of rapport he has with those guys on the outside, you know, with our. Uh, uh, you know, all the receivers that they have down there. I mean, they have the talent, but will they have that, you know, will they mesh together? Um, and, of course, when you have New, New Orleans out there, that, that, that's a tough one, man. I, I think the Falcons definitely could do it, but uh, I, uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say no, but I, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me. But right now, I'd say no for the Falcons to be on a playoff team. Yeah, I'm going to say no also because I think that there are other teams on the rise that are going to come up and take that seventh spot uh, away from them, which they will be contenders for, you know, seven or eight wins I see Atlanta getting. But a team like the Arizona Cardinals, who were 5-10-1 last year, just picked up one of the best offensive weapons in DeAndre Hopkins like we talked about before. They do have a nice high draft pick, which they're probably going to use on an offensive lineman, I would guess, whether it's Mekhi Becton, Tristan Wirfs, Jedrick Wills. Who, yeah, whoever's going to be there. You got to protect Kyler Murray. Uh, you got to make sure that he's not getting sacked. So the Rams we talked about before, they went 9-7 last year. They're going down. They're going to win maybe five games this year if they're lucky. All right. And the Cardinals, maybe they can flip the script a little bit. Maybe they can pull out nine wins. Do you think that they'll be over 500 and possibly a playoff team? I don't know. I, I, I'm going to say probably not. I think they get to maybe seven and nine or eight and eight maybe. But, you know, the one thing you, you have to um, acknowledge, they were really competitive. They were a lot more yes. competitive than I thought that they would be last season because yes. I thought it was going to be a really, uh, you know, tough I thought I thought Kyle Murray would have a tougher time last season. Let, really, let me know, tell you, Carrie. Carrie, let me tell you. They played yeah. the 49ers obviously twice last year, like they do every year, and they were in both games <laughs> till the end. And my heart was pounding a million miles an hour. We ended up winning both of them, but they were right there, bro. They were right there. I remember both of those games absolutely, and both of those games. And uh, I mean, I, I tell you, man, Kingsbury. I, I, I love that move when they made it. Uh, I, a lot of people didn't. I thought I, I thought he was more of a fit for the NFL than he was college. Um, I, I, I can see it happening, but man, I don't know. I, I, I just want to see what they do in the draft. Uh, obviously, you know, with Fitz and and of course, like you know, Hopkins and uh, there's Chris Depp, Christian Kirk on the outside as well. I mean, he's he's got enough guys where he can get the ball to. I mean, Kyle, Kyle Murray is going to put up some numbers this year. I really believe that. Yeah. But I, I just don't, I'm not really sure if it's going to be quite enough when you know, we talk about the Niners being in the division and 
the, you know, again, I, I don't know if I see the rims dropping quite that far. I know you're saying five wins, maybe. I don't know if I see them dropping that far, but I, you know, <laughs> I don't think they're going to be a playoff team either. But, uh, you know, there's still something there. So, sure. Uh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, it's going to be close. It's going to be close. It would not shock me to see Arizona make it, but I'm, I'm going to say no right now. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I definitely see them taking a leap this year. We'll see how far of a leap they do take. We got about three more minutes. So we're going to go a little more rapid fire over here. See what. All right. So let me ask you. All right. Let me ask you a few that made the playoffs last year that won't this year. Let me start in the NFC. All right. Do you see the Philadelphia Eagles getting back to the, to the playoffs where they snuck in last year? I mean, the team that I picked for. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I think the Eagles, uh, being in the NFC East, I, I just think that they'll they'll be able to uh, get back to that nine seven. That's usually good enough in the in the, in the NFC East to make playoffs. We'll probably come down the last Sunday night of the season or whatever with the <laughs> right. The or whatever, and, you know, it, it, it's going to be about the same thing. But again, I, I think I don't think. I see the Eagles being a factor right now as far as, you know, you know, getting back to the Super Bowl and anything like that. But I do think they can be a playoff team. Yeah, they don't pick till 21st in the uh, first round this year, which is way back for a team that needs more help. And they definitely need a wide receiver. They got to get somebody to throw the ball to. So I'm thinking they move up. Uh, I think they trade with Denver at 15 because I think Denver is another team who can use a lot more. And they're 15. They you know, the 15th pick is not going to get him to the Super Bowl, but maybe they can get a Justin Jefferson with the 15th pick, the Eagles. Yeah. That's, what, that's, what, that's the name I've been seeing, Justin Jefferson, but I don't know if he'd be, like you say, I don't know if he'd be available at 21. Yeah, that's why I'm saying the Eagles jump up and trade with the Broncos right. at 15. You know, that, yeah, I don't know if he'll last all the way down there, so I'm with you, yeah. Does that make him a playoff team? No, not necessarily, but... Um, it, it, it helps. It helps. It helps. I mean, I, I, yeah, but again, you Yes. I mean, you know, they, that, that's that's the big thing with them. I mean, defensively, they're they're spotty defensively. You know, so I, I don't know, but again, I think it'll be good enough in the NFC East. They, they'll be right there. That will will shot to make it. Yeah. 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 They'll have a shot. They'll have a shot. All right. Um, from the NFC North, which out of these two teams do you think has a better chance of falling out of the playoffs that made it last year? Both the Green Bay Packers, who won the division, and the Vikings, who surprised everybody and beat the Saints in the first round last year. So which of those teams do you think has the best chance at falling out of the playoffs? Not saying that you're saying they will, but better chance of falling off. The better chance of falling out. I, I, I tell you, that's, that's Me too. Uh, 
you know, big time Adam Thielen guy. I, I like what they do uh, defensively. I, I, I think both them. I think they both will still make. It. I, I, I'm that's, I'm going to call it right now. The, the Packers, of course, with Aaron Rodgers, you know, um, and, and I'm a big time Devontae Adams guy, wide receiver man. I'm, I think he's one of the best out there. Um, oh, he's incredible. Yeah, I, he's incredible. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, Devontae Adams is incredible. He is. He is. He is. So, but I, 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 was, I would say probably the Vikings would, would stand the, the chance of falling out more than Green Bay. I, I, would, I, would, I would lean them. Yeah, I'm going to lean the other way. I'm going to lean Green Bay uh, again because, you know, yes, Aaron Jones running back. You hope that he can stay healthy. Otherwise, you just got Devontae Adams and you see what happens when one of them goes down. You got problems. Um, They got rid of some players on defense. So I'm not loving Green Bay this year. I was kind of surprised how well they did do last year. Uh, The Vikings do have two picks in the first round. They have one uh, from the Stephon Diggs deal at 22. And I think they're going to try to grab a cornerback, maybe A.J. Terrell from Clemson. Um, maybe right. somebody else, if somebody else is better, who they want to go for, that's fine. And maybe with their other pick, maybe they go with that wide receiver. Maybe it's Brandon Alyuk, and I, maybe it's T. Higgins. I don't know if, you know. That's a name that's really climbing big time. Yeah, they're going to have to try to get probably that guy since, you know, Jefferson's going to be gone. A lot of wide receivers are going to be gone by the time they pick, so they're going to have to try to grab somebody. That's very true, but, like, you know, it's a deep draft. T. Higgins would not be a bad not be a bad compliment to Thielen on the outside. I mean, Higgins, I think, has enough speed to be that guy that can kind of stretch the field while, you know, Thielen kind of does his mid-range things or whatever. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I, I get what you're saying on Green Bay as well. I, I understand exactly where you're going with that. Cause I, to be honest with you, I, I was surprised at what Green Bay was able to get done last year as well. I, 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 I did not think Aaron Rodgers would, you know, would, would, would get, get back into the game and become Aaron Rodgers again as quickly as he did. I really yeah, did. yeah. Going 13-3. And, 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 and they surprised me as well. So, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from on there, but I, 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 I don't know. I just there's something about I think Minnesota losing big, and you know, it's gonna it's gonna be tough to replace him. I really believe that, and I, I, I really believe they probably uh, will fall out of the playoff. Because, you know, if, if between them, it would be Minnesota. Between them, gotcha. Yeah, and that very well could happen. Uh, we don't know. We'll see. They're gonna need some help on offense. We just talked about. Let me give you this one in a different way because I believe both of these teams, and I'm not being biased, that both of these teams are going to the playoffs from the same division in the NFC West. They did both go to the playoffs last year, so it certainly can happen, especially now with the seventh team. The 49ers and the Seattle Seahawks. Um, Seattle is – they're kind of hurting, but to me, they got the best quarterback in the game, Russell Wilson. Um, He doesn't get enough credit for what he's been doing he won a Super Bowl in his second year like Patrick Mahomes did. He's just amazing. He doesn't turn the ball over. He knows when to slide. He's never missed a start. Russell Wilson is one of my favorite players taking out the 49ers and that whole, you know, hate legacy thing that we got going on over there. So between the 49ers and the Seahawks, who do you think is going to take that division? Uh, that's another tough one. But I'm going to stick with San Francisco. 
sitting back and I'm smiling, letting you talk because I love every word coming out of your mouth right now. It sounds absolutely beautifully poetic. It's just fantastic. I love it. And I do, I do agree with you. I, 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 <laughs> well, I appreciate it, man. I'm getting pumped up now late at night over here. I like that. And I do agree. Uh, not for any bias reason. I do think that Seattle will, somehow pull it out because of Russell Wilson. And I want to run down a couple of stats real quick. But, yeah, the 49ers, if they're smart with their draft picks especially, they'll get back to the Super Bowl or at least back to, you know, the NFC Championship, somewhat like that. Debo Samuel was fantastic last year. Dre, you know, uh, um, Greenlaw was another pick, our fifth-round pick, another rookie who came in and played like a pro last year. I mean, it was just phenomenal what we did. And, and yeah, our quarterback is good. He's not great. But he'll get better, and you know he's got time. We had a great staff around, so I'm I'm really happy. And who knows, you know, and who knows who they draft? Maybe that you know they were running back. Yeah, they're, they're so stacked over there. But why not go for a DeAndre Swift with your 31st pick and really run hell on them? You know why not? That, that would be that would be interesting. Yeah, go crazy, go crazy. That would be interesting, man. I, I'm a big I'm a big DeAndre Swift guy as well. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you got to love what he's doing. And just to go to Russell Wilson real quick, you know, you, you got to remember when he came in, he was a third round pick out of Wisconsin. He tr- changed schools so he can play from NC State. And and the guy came in, Matt Flynn was signed to $26 million for th- three years, which was big money 10 years ago. Yeah, all right, at that time. But what happened was is that Pete Carroll saw that this kid is way too good. I can't not start him. Since then, he started game one and has not missed a start ever since. The guy throws for 34 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 34 touchdowns, 8 interceptions, 26 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. Last year, 31 touchdowns, 5 interceptions. The guy does not turn the ball over. 
He's an absolute machine. Plus, he can run. He knows when to slide, as we talked about. So that guy always scares me. And so going through the playoffs last year, I said, look, as long as we don't have to play Seattle, we got an easy run to the Super Bowl. And that's exactly what happened until we saw Patrick Mahomes. So that's what we know what exactly. what, what guys exactly. can do. Yeah. No, no. Heaven forbid. Do don't do that. No, do not. Do, <laughs> that's right. Don't do that. I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt. You hit it right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, see, we got a couple more going on over here. Let me see. Let's uh, go back to the AFC and uh, a couple of teams that made it last year and a couple of teams that may not make it this year. Depends on what happens. But we got the Buffalo Bills who made it last year. They went 10 and 6, and it seems that they got better. We got to see if Josh Allen is going to continue to improve or the Houston Texans. Now that D Hop is gone, do they completely fall out of contention? Uh, well, excuse me, uh, not completely out of contention. I mean, with, with Deshaun Watson, I mean, he's going to have a shot. Yep. You know, with, you know, with, you know, with JJ White, I, I like uh, a lot of the guys there on, on defense. There, you just wonder what the, you know, uh, what they're going to look like offensively. I, I'm not really sure because, uh, but, but you know. Like we're talking about Brandon Cook, can he be? You know, can he get anywhere close to the to the uh, production that we saw from D Hop? You know, that's going to be a big question mark on that. For, you know, of course they do have Will Fuller as well. So I mean, I, I like Will Fuller. He's yeah, when he plays, guy. they can make a stretch the field. Yeah, when he plays, though, that guy plays half a year, which is so unfortunate. Now, now that's true. I mean, you got a point there. You got a point there. So. Um, and there, there are enough pieces, and then, and then again, being in the AFC South is not the, the toughest division, so maybe so. But no, I, I'm going to lean that, that Houston falls out. Man, I, I like what's going on in Buffalo. I really do. Yeah. I really, and we talked about Jared Allen um, earlier, uh, Josh Allen. We talked about him just a little while ago. I mean, that dude is unreal as well. I mean, he's not going to – he doesn't have the feeling that, you know, you see – I'm with you with that. If Buffalo didn't have a brain fart against Houston last year, they would have won that game, uh, and they should have won that game. It's just Josh Allen and Sean McDermott, both of them. I blame it on both head coach and quarterback. They really just blew it in that fourth quarter, man. That they, they didn't know what they were doing, and it was scary to watch. It really was scary to watch. I'm not going to lie. It, it, it was. It, it really was. And, yeah, I totally agree with that. So, yeah, and I think that's going to be a learning experience for them. For sure. I, I really do. For yeah, sure. Man, man, man. Can't argue with you that they're probably right now the, the, the team to beat in the AFC. 
Yeah, I would I would think so. They're, they're the team to beat to me in the AFC. Again, Josh Allen, just got to make sure you now turn the ball over, do the right thing, let Devin Singletary develop his game behind that big offensive line, and let your defense go to work, you know? You could be a model of the 49ers, kind of. So, yeah, those type of teams, you know, running, again, you have a running back, you have a running game, you're going to go far, you have a defense, you're going to go far. That's what you need. Jimmy Garoppolo is middle-of-the-road quarterback, but – it's NFL's the ultimate team game, so that's why they got there. That's the main reason. Exactly. You know, so exactly. there you go. So maybe we got a couple of more to get into here before we get out of here for the night. Been having a great time with Seawood over here. I'm Jason Fearman on Twitter at Sports Profit One. Seawood, you having a good time? Oh man, absolutely. I've been loving. It. It's been. A, uh, we've been trying to get this together for a minute. Yeah. I'm glad to finally, you know, finally able to make it work out. Thank God it did, man. Thank God it did work out. I'm glad it did. We needed it. We needed it. So it worked out, and we are here, man. We're doing our thing. So we talked a little bit about Cleveland before and if it was going to be their year. And new head coach, Kevin Stefanski, coming in. We know that they got the tools and whatnot. We were talking about really the whole 2018 draft class, which we're going to take Josh Rosen out. Forget about that because two years, two teams, two by, you know, too much. Gone. So we got Josh Allen, who we both like, Sam Darnold, who we're waiting to see when he gets weapons, Baker Mayfield, who is, to me, yeah, a guy very capable. He's got the heart, the heart of a champion. He may not be a champion, but that man wants to go out there and win. He's got to be careful with his Brett Favish type of turnovers as well. But if he can learn, he can be a really good quarterback with all those weapons there. And don't forget, Kareem Hunt's also going to be in that backfield this year. So yeah, watch out. Yeah, you know, exactly. That's yeah. right. That's right. Okay. So that could be big. So we got him, and now we got, of course, Lamar Jackson. And Lamar Jackson has sh- – man, did he shine last year big time. But when the playoffs came around, he was asked to throw the ball 59 times, and that obviously did not work out. But him to Mark Andrews is one of the most lethal combinations I've seen in the NFL. Everybody's so afraid that Jackson's going to run that Mark Andrews is sitting wide open in the middle of the field, like, hey, just throw to me, and he'll go in the end zone for a 15-yard touchdown. Exactly. You know, you get, yeah, <laughs> right. You got Hollywood over there. And then, you know, if they can get a guy like T. Higgins or Brandon Ayuk or something, they can have a real good offense. Now, going to that class, that draft class, if you had to re- redraft them between Josh Allen, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, based on what we know now, how would you do it? I think that's how I would do it. 
again, we don't, we, the question mark is there right now still, you know, until we see him get the weapons that, that you know, where we can really fully judge where he is. And uh, Mayfield, you know, he has the weapons. Now, can, you know, maybe, maybe it was staff last year. Let's see where he, let's where, see where he goes this season. And, uh, you know, he's got all the weapons he has. You know, there's been no excuses as far as that goes. Now it's all about scheme. Yeah, I like it. I, I would do the same as you. I'm going uh, Lamar, then I'm going Josh Allen, then then I'll go Darnold, then I'll go Baker Mayfield, uh, just based off the potential that Darnold has and how Baker Mayfield could be, you know, ratty sometimes. But I worry about Lamar Jackson. Look, when you run like that and you're not really built the way that he is, even though he knows how to take a hit and he does go out of bounds, he's doing a good job at that. He's taking some hits, so God forbid he does. His game is certainly not going to be the same because they won't be able to run the same kind of offense. So he does throw a good ball. People, you know, need to start realizing that he's got a strong arm and he throws a good ball. But in order to be Lamar Jackson, he's going to need to have his legs under him. So he's going to need to make sure. Really going to need to make sure. If I threw Daniel Jones from the Giants in this mix, would you have him behind Baker Mayfield or in front of him? Yeah, that's the thing. You know, they got the fourth draft pick, and let me ask – I'll go with you with this real quick. Um, In my draft, I got them taking Isaiah Simmons, and I know that they desperately need to protect Daniel Jones to getting, you know, whether it's Wirth, Specton, or Wills, like we talked about, the top three offensive linemen. But maybe they can get a Joshua Jones later if they want to try to draft back in. I'm not really sure. I'm sure they'll go offensive line pretty heavy. I'm not sure how many picks they got, but – to me, Isaiah Simmons is exactly what the NF the NFL is all about on defense right now. Being that hybrid player where you can play safety or middle linebacker or edge rusher, Isaiah Simmons can do all that. And if he's there at number four, I don't know how the Giants pass on him. He got a good point there. I mean, he, he a lot of people. I, I'm not sure. I'm not going to say he's not the best player in the draft. I mean, you know. Uh, he really gives you that versatility that everyone needs on defense because, I mean, yeah. being able to rush the passer, being able to play back and, and, and play in the covers if you have to and all of those things. Uh, yeah, I, I probably do. If it, if it, I think I'll go with, well, oh, well but let me ask you this. I mean, is Chase Young or Isaiah Simmons, in your opinion? I, 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 honestly, I, I look, I know that the game is won and lost at the line of scrimmage. I'm a big believer in that, but I'm also a big believer in a lot of playmate in playmakers. And Isaiah Simmons is an absolute playmaker, and he can do it from anywhere in the field. So I would take that hybrid player, even though I know Chase Young 
can get to the quarterback and he will get double and triple teamed if he does become that kind of player, leaving his teammates open to get to the quarterback. But Isaiah Simmons is one of those rarely, really rare talents that come along once in a while. And I don't know how you pass on him, bro. I, I, I get it. I get it because, I mean, and, you know, if you go offensive line and you, 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 you kind of neglect on the defense that, you know, that, that needs it obviously has some needs as well. And, and, you know, so, yeah, you got to go for the best player right now. You're not going to, if you're the Giants, you're not going to win NFC. You're not going to the Super Bowl or anything like that. But right. the best player, I'm with you. Yeah, it, to me, it just it makes a whole lot of sense to me. It really does. It makes a lot of sense. And so has this podcast. It has made a lot of sense. I've had so much fun, man, going back and forth, talking football with you. And, I mean, we barely it's even scratched. Well, so. It's been great. Oh, I yeah. Appreciate um, I appreciate you, man. You taking the time out tonight. I know you're a busy guy, so I really appreciate this. It's been absolutely awesome. We're going to do it again. We got the draft coming up in a week. We'll evaluate it. We'll reevaluate it. We'll talk about it. We'll get into more of how the teams are going to play out. And hopefully we'll get some sort of idea in the next month or two when this is actually all going to go down. But see what you did a fantastic job as I knew you would. Please tell everybody where they can find you because, you know, checking out your articles or wherever you're going to be on a podcast and whatever you're doing, even if it's on a quick YouTube thing for a second, they need to know where you're at. That's all. It's basically at Seawood on sports, but also at Sports and Swag. That was my um at SportsandSwag.com. I don't have that account anymore, so but um, that's where I am it's on Twitter at Sports and Swag at Seawood on sports. I'm on Facebook. I'm on uh, Instagram. Then basically, you look it up and you'll, you'll find me right there. Or on, on Facebook, look me up as Carrie Wood. Either way. And, uh, again, I'm, I'm definitely going to get some things going. Um, the NFL draft going on. Maybe I may do a little podcast here. And then, uh, yeah, hopefully you'll be a guest if I do it. Oh, please. I would love to. I'd be, I'd be completely honored. I'd love to go do it again Go go another round of that. I had such a great time doing it. We're going to try to get a fantasy draft going online sometime soon if that's possible. You'll definitely be a part of that if that does work out. So we have a lot going on. Look, the NFL is not going – no sports going on right now, but we're still managing to have a good time. I just had a great time. We've been talking football for an hour and a half, and it felt like a minute and a half. So, you know what I'm saying? It did, man. I mean, it flew by. That's the only thing about it. I mean, I, 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 it's been an hour and a half. And like you say, man, it's, it's, but it's again, when you, it, the same time flies when you have fun, so I guess that's what Hey, yep, that, it's the truth. They they spit the truth of that one, man. There's no doubt. My man, see what? Thanks so much again, guys. This is the Roof of Sports podcast presented by the Sports Column. Go to the Sports Col C O L dot com. That's where you can find our articles, our podcasts is on there. You're gonna have see what and me. We're gonna be right on the front page. You can check out our latest podcast. We'll be uploading soon. Um, even if you guys like to write. Uh, check it out up there. Submit an article if you want to at the sports column. They like to see new writers and what they have, whether it's uh, the NHL, MLB, NBA, NFL, of course. Go for it. Bring it on in. We need it. The Rufus Sports Podcast is going to keep on going. Seawood, you're going to be back. Thank you again so much for dropping all the knowledge today, my friend. I can't thank you enough. Man, thanks for having me. Thanks. Uh, I-, I loved it. I-, I had a lot of fun as well, man. Appreciate it. All my pleasure, brother. All my pleasure. All right, guys. We are out for now. Rufus Sports Podcast. See you later.